The Tigers are premiers for the 12th time in their history. Liam Ryan has climbed on Max Gorn and taken a miraculous mark. Runs towards goal. It's <laughs> as good as you'll ever see. The winner of the 2019 Brownlow medal, Nathan Vaughan of the Fremantle Football Club. The miracle of Chris! Welcome to the fifth quarter podcast, episode two, and it's gone. Uh, we're proudly brought to you once again by purevpn.com. If you put a slash fifth quarter pod, fifth quarter special after that, you'll get a discount on us. And we're also brought to you by the Nobleman, Nobleman Podcast Network. So as always, I'm here with you with the, well, we're off and racing Essendonian Ben. Yeah, we are. Well, first half anyway. And I'm also here with the, well, we played Melbourne, so it was going to be a belting, West Coaster, Brent. Uh, and it wasn't quite. Yeah, not not exactly what I thought. <laughs> um, I'm frustrated at a lot of my players, so I won't even go into that. But I'm Nathan, and we are your fifth quarter team. Um, massive weekend, I guess, boys. There's a lot of news coming out before the round had even concluded. Um, so we're probably going to jump straight into that. And it's the COVID-19 coronavirus crisis um, that is putting a lot of things in our day-to-day lives on hold um, yep. and putting a lot of a world of pain on a lot of people. Um, one of the last things we kind of had left to enjoy was the footy and as a result of the happenings of the weekend, we've lost that as well. So there's been a fair bit of fallout today with people being stood down and, and wage cuts. So we'll get into that If for those of you who haven't heard about it. But just, I guess, off the top, um, any thoughts coming from you guys on what's going on right now? I've... Um... I've gone through like a cycle of emotions pretty much from I guess when it all started last week when they reduced it but went ahead with it and then when we got to halfway through Sunday Arvo and they've called the season off that was a strange it was a strange feeling like well the West Coast Melbourne game is pointless um, and then like sort of knowing that it's in the best interest of everyone, and they can't do it anyway if borders are closed. Yeah, because um, <laughs> of a few because di- of a few dickheads in Bondi, um, which we will yeah, touch on in your villains. <laughs> yeah, which we will. Um, and yeah, just being on the um, receiving end of the lockdown. Um, yeah, it's been a full full range of emotions this weekend, and it's. It's a strange, strange feeling. Like you rarely feel empty after round one. Oh, maybe you do, yeah. but for some of us, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And how about how about I was going to say I probably ben. I probably felt more empty last year after round one, and what Essendon copped at that <laughs> than I do with this. Um, I kid, of course. Um, yeah. I'm kind of the same. Probably not as empty when I was watching the Eston Frio game because as far as we were concerned, just Saturday, everything was still a go-ahead. Yeah. But after Sunday, it kind of... I guess it it probably made things a little bit clearer uh, of like and a little bit closer to home of like, oh, yeah, okay. We, we, we don't even have our own game being able to be played now because of this uh 
this is this is real. This is this is our lives for the next for the foreseeable future, and yeah. we kind of just yeah. have to accept that. And I've I've heard a number of people oh. talk about it and say that I guess in any time of crisis, the thing we tend to point to as society in general as Australians is is sport, um, whether it be yeah. cricket or going to be there for us. The yeah. Um, yeah, people can kind of escape the reality with with their passion for whatever game it might be. And right now, footy was the last thing left of of anything. And um, yeah, and so for that to go down as well, pretty much. I mean, I might as well work Saturday, Sunday, to be honest, because there's no point taking time off. There's nothing to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, just a rough feeling, and you can tell that they. They tried their best to keep it around because obviously there's millions of dollars and thousands of jobs at stake. Um, yeah, yeah. And obviously we wanted we wanted footy around because that's why we watch sport is to just you know relieve us of the day to day anxiety. <laughs> um, yeah. And now it's all gone. Yeah. So it's probably a pretty good segue into one of our trademark segments. And that is heroes and villains. So, I guess we've we've started with a bit of a flat. So we'll go to a bit of a high on the heroes, and then we'll revert back to a bit of a flat on the villains. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Anyone no wanted to, anyone wanted to kick us off? Well, yeah, I thought, I'll go. I'll go first. Oh, yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I was going to, only because it sort of relates um, because uh, the AFL was really the only sport being played like worldwide over the weekend. Um, it got a lot more exposure, as people may have noticed. Uh, Americans starving for something competitive saw it over like during their uh, their night, their evenings. And so my hero is one Pat McAfee for getting on that Essendon train while it was still going before it came to a screeching halt. Uh, yeah, clear, he's clearly never seen a game of AFL before. <laughs> if he if he thinks there is. Thinks uh, the team beating up Frio is a dominant force. Or just imagine if he, no, no, he's, he no. watched Port Adelaide on the Gold Coast. Guy, oh, be no, like, no. how are these guys not won fifty flags? <laughs> see, this is where you're wrong, boys. See, see, Pat McAfee is a lot smarter than you give him credit for. So he he sees Essendon's future, he sees his potential, he sees what this team is capable of, and knows that it's a dominant force just waiting to happen. I so was he's on that bandwagon already, even though he's was, even though he's got no clue what's going us- on. Yeah, I was waiting for Ben to give us a biography on this bloke because he's probably looked into him to kind of get some information to back up his claim that he's a good guy. No, <laughs> well, we a, we know who pun- he is. He's a for, yeah, he's a former NFL punter, uh, known yeah. for speaking his mind and just generally being hilarious. Um, there we go, guys. He's, he's, he's described think- described the game as uh, six punts a minute. So I like to think of him sometimes game. as uh, BT, but like. 20, 30 years younger. Yeah, gotcha. Does he go roaming like after just, the games? Oh, he, I, he would if he could. <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, know about that description, but yeah, I reckon he would. Is, is I reckon Pat McAfee would. If he if he if he was given clearance to do so, he would he would just go full ball. Well, I'm I am. He glad seems that. like that kind of a guy. Just he just he's just there to to to, to have a good. Have a good time. Have a good chin wag with the boys. It wouldn't be as good as Roaming Brian, though, because what's what's great about you reckon? No, what's good about Roaming Brian is it's like literally train wreck television. So 
<laughs> it's just when when they're not interested, and there's just this old sixty year old bloke. Come on, boys! Come on, boys! Let's talk about footy, and you can just see the look on their faces. That that's the entertaining part. Whereas Pat McAfee would just, you know, I'm just sitting down having a chin wag with the lads. That's not Friday night material, mate. <laughs> well, it's entertaining to me anyway. Pat McAfee, I still love you, no matter what anyone else says. Um, and then the Essendon world loves you too. So thank you, Pat McAfee, for, for, for getting on that. Um, uh, do you want me to go on with my villain or should we stay with heroes for for now? Oh, you can go with your villain. We'll, um, All right, I'll go with my villain. My villain uh, this week um, was Bryce Gibbs and I'll explain why. So oh, you need to, mate. <laughs> yeah, because he's a no, terrible well, defender. Well, because he's just he had a he had a terrible, terrible, terrible game. Sure. Um, he's listed so in in on the AFL website in his player profile, he is listed as a midfielder. Yeah, yeah but he's not anymore. Well, clearly not because he had seven disposals, one of yeah. them contested. Yeah, he, played, uh, he played on um, played in the back pocket on Papley the whole game. <laughs> okay. So you think you'd get a tackle or two as well, like maybe some sort of pressure act. He had one pressure act and zero tackles for the entire game. Yeah, well, last year he was in and out of the that's side. Not a, that's not a... Def- like, like, even if he was trained up to be a defender and it was, and it was going to be a defend like the that... Yeah, no. No, he wasn't even... He wasn't good at all. There is no defensive aspect of that game that he played whatsoever. Yeah, he was in and out of the team last year because, like, whatever it was... Like he wasn't defending or he wasn't going hard enough the other way. So they dropped him in and out and they told him. And then Matty Nix has obviously doubled down and just said, cool, we'll just play you as a defender and you have to learn the hard way. Uh, and yeah, he hopefully he's learning because he definitely did it the hard way. Um, yeah, he was, he was real bad. Why would you... <laughs> I just why would you, like if that's the kind of game he's going to have in round one? Why would you not start him in the twos? What twos, mate? There are no yeah. twos. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Touche. Why start it? Well, why start him at all then? If you're gonna like, surely you would know that he's going to have that kind of a game. Well, they know they're not going to win anything soon, and they really want. They obviously really want him to be that heart. The good ball user off half back, but he doesn't defend. It's, but and, uh, and doesn't get the ball apparently. Yeah, but I mean, you look at Lewis Jetter; he doesn't defend. So what is he doing? What's he doing on but, the park then? What is what yeah, is he there for? But I mean, you look at Lewis Jetter; he doesn't defend. And Adam Simpson even says, "Well, he's not there to defend; he's there to for his ball use." So I don't know why they're so desperate to turn a guy who can't defend into a defender. Just like let him yeah. do. Chuck him at the other end and have him as the last kick inside fifty is probably a better option. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. He was he was shocking. It was just terrible. Like <laughs> I mean, people will will go on on text a little bit for missing that kick to win them the game. But I mean, Not if you're going to get a performance like out. that out of Bryce, <laughs> no, exactly. If you're gonna, but if you're going to get a performance like that from Bryce Gibbs, who's going to then let Papley kick, you know. Uh, one goal, two, and kind of do what he wants around that forward, that forward line. Like, I'm trying. Let me have a. I don't know how many score assists Papley got, but he probably got a decent amount. 
So just on oh, that, that game, game was, yeah, go on. Yeah, just just on that game, I I know given the circumstances, we don't have anything to talk about in upcoming weeks. But it's funny how the crows' curse has continued into twenty twenty, hasn't it? No, I tip them and yeah. they lose. Yes, yes, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. It, it's yeah. it was they were looking so good, and I think they realised that you'd put the tip on, so they kind of took their foot off. Yeah, well, I reckon uh, if if we do get more footy this year, when when West Coast play, I'm just I just might tip them because then I'm guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, West Coast to guarantee <laughs> yeah. the win that way. <laughs> but then, but then, would it like it depends on how deep this Crow's curse goes. Yeah, it'll backflip on me and then they'll win. Yeah, exactly. And then that the Eagles really lose <laughs> and then maybe that's a crucial loss l- later on in the season, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so your villain, Brycey Gibbs. Yeah, my villain, Bryce Gibbs, yeah, for just being right. on the park. All right, Brent, you or me? <laughs> I'll go. So my my hero this week is, is more like a superhero. Snatched him up before anyone else could. I'm going with... Uh, the boss, Gil McLaughlin. This week... Probably the one and only time we're going to actually, um, you know... Well, this this week was the probably the only time he's been running the show that I've 100% supported and agreed with everything that he's done. Um, yeah. He's shown really tremendous leadership and you can sort of tell every interview that he's had. It doesn't look like he's slept or eaten in two weeks. Um, yeah. and you can tell that it just means so much to him just to try and keep some normalcy going in thousands of mil- well millions of people who are watching it yeah. uh, and in people's lives and there's obviously stuff behind the scenes that we don't know about you know broadcasting deals which we can all sort of guess about which is another reason to try and keep it afloat but yeah, yeah you can just tell the announcement on Sunday then when he came out like after Victoria and New South Wales made their announcement, he came out in between, and you could just tell it was it was difficult for him to get through, as difficult as it was for yeah all of us us to go through. So yeah, I think everything that he's done, even choosing to go ahead, was the right thing to do, even though some people might disagree, because yeah. he knew that it, he knew that a suspension was coming. He just didn't know when, and yeah. some fo- some footy for a little bit is better than none at all. Personally, exactly. He he had to at least try and try. He yeah. did, and and he tried to yeah, like you said, to do everything, everything possible to keep it going. But I mean, you know, it just stacks up. Yeah, yeah. And every, I reckon everyone in an executive position in the AFL wouldn't be wouldn't be resting easy, even even now when they know no. it's all over for a few months. They still. They won't be resting. Oh, definitely no. not. Well, because because there's now now they have to deal with the aftermath and the fallout of that decision. Yeah, well, we can see today they asked the players to take an eighty percent pay cut. They agreed to yeah. take fifty. So over two months as well. Um, yeah, and they've got two months. So they're basically going to get paid for a month and then have a month free. Yeah, Does and they've got the um, Lions have taken leave without pay. Is that correct? Yeah. Everyone, because uh, I, I just so, think yeah. they don't have the money to pay it. Um, and all footy departments have to lower their spending by, I think it's two mil this season. So from 9.2 to, oh, it might be 9.2 to 8.2. And 
and then by the start of next year, six point seven mil. So no, no one is uh, is resting until they figure out how they're gonna survive, get through this with with money, basically. Yeah, yeah well, as you say, even even Collingwood, one of the powerhouse clubs of the game, um, 80 percent of their football staff have been stood down. Um, yeah. which is a massive hit. And I, I guess that would include recruiters and scouts because they've got nothing to do right now. But um, if there's no games on, they can't do anything anyway. But it's a massive hit. And I know, I would, I know there was so much talk I would, about people saying the AFL was greedy and all this stuff. But really, they were doing right by the thousands of people that are affected by jobs in the game. That have jobs. Um, were, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were trying yeah. to keep the clubs afloat. We know North Melbourne and the Bulldogs and obviously Brisbane, the clubs aren't financially... I'd say probably half. I'd say probably half the clubs in the league are in debt, whether it's yeah. a lot yeah. or, or a lot or a little. And if Collingwood and West Coast are sort of admitting that they're feeling the pinch, yeah. they're very wealthy clubs. It's it's. I genuinely fear for the survival of those smaller clubs. God. This is the worst, in my opinion. This is the worst. Uh, economic crisis the AFL is going to go through since the 90s where they probably a bit honestly that. thought that in order... Or, yeah, but like... Oh, no, no, no. What I yeah, mean it was is gone. that like, yeah. back then, they, like, they, they was got to the point where they thought they'd have to merge ch- teams just to survive. Like, this could In the late 80s, yeah. In the late 80s, it was almost gone. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. Um, and that was probably... That, again, because it prob- I believe of something out of their control. It probably was the 87 crash or something like that. Um, yeah, it. Uh, I would, I hate, I would. I don't want this to happen. I would, I don't even ha- like floating the idea, but it, that could potentially be a thing that happens is that there is a team, at least a team that doesn't play again. We might have to merge again yeah. with Hawthorne. <laughs> I would never watch AFL again. It would be like, do you reckon it would be? And, red and, and all of my do kids you reckon would it would be, be red and play football? Do you reckon it would be like a poo brown jersey and a red stripe, red sash? I don't even want to. I don't want to <laughs> even think of it. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. That's just. Let's just move on. That's not even. <laughs> yeah, good. let's move on. Just, we'll move on to my. We'll move on the, to my villain. Yep. Uh it's probably self-explanatory. They're the, the reason, they're the cause for, well, they're one of the causes for everything that's gone on right now is uh, for, just in two words, Bondi dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, well, that's you know, for weeks. Three words if for you minimum, don't For minimum two, three weeks, we've been talking about social distancing, wash your hands, be responsible, blah, blah, blah. And it's sort of like, I haven't been too concerned about it because I don't talk to that many people anyway. I don't go out anywhere. Yeah, and then when the I was government- going to say this is great for us introverts because you know this is day to day life anyway. Yeah, sick. Yeah, um, yeah, then the government make a call. Not, not a legal call. Just you know, guys, we're going to close the beaches, especially Bondi, because it's successful. Successful when it's clean. Um, I was about to say it's then- not the greatest place for those of the. Beach. It's, not- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not the nicest beach. <laughs> um. <laughs> And then for hundreds, thousands of idiots to just go there anyway because they don't care, and tourists who aren't listening clearly don't care. Um, 
And then it sparks Scott Morrison pretty much going the dad role and being like, look, I told you. And now no one gets to go. Yeah. See, you know, you know you're stuffed up when you've got Scott Morrison who has- Condes- who Condescending an entire country. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you've got this guy telling you off and he's right about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, how how bad of behavior have you been- d- have you been going on in order yeah, for that to happen? Like the mo- uh, there was what someone asked him. I didn't quite hear the question, but his answer sort of. I shook my head, couldn't help but sort of smirk. He, they asked him a question about like why they're going ahead with it all, and he's basically like, "Look, this is about us, you know, giving you giving people a guideline on what and what not to do, and those people ignoring us, and this is what happens." Yep. <laughs> so it's like, oh man, yep. I feel like I'm getting told off by dad, or like yep. you get told off. <laughs> The whole, the whole class or the whole, you know, like the year 12s yeah. can't, can't go on their ball because one guy did something stupid or something. You know, it's like yeah. that. You're like, oh, screw this guy. Which just creates resentment of, like, through that one person. Like, yeah, so thousands, sat- thousands of businesses, millions of employees lost their jobs like, like that just because yeah, some dickheads it- couldn't help but go to a beach pretty much. And that's the thing, like where it, it's so much more than just closing down the footy it's clo- people losing jobs domestic violence rates would put my money on we'll those will up. increase suicide rates will increase yeah. financial pressures just crashing down on people it's so much more than just losing the footy and as, as sad as it is to lose a footy that's one of the reasons you want all that to stay open so people have an avenue and an out and something to to look to and have the, have their passion vented towards yeah, well, yeah. it was funny um, because we, they've uh, they've we... announced all these. Hmm. Sorry, I was just going to add. Can we add Nick Larky and Cameron Zerhar to Bondi dickheads? Yes, <laughs> they're just dickheads. <laughs> 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 yeah, how far north of Melbourne are they? Did they get to New South Wales? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, potentially, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's um. Yeah. Forgot what I was going to say. Lost my train of thought. Yeah, sorry, sorry about that, Brent. Just wanted to add that in there. Uh, it's oh yeah. So you know, the government announced all this stimulus. People that are on benefits have access to more. They're going to make it easier for people who've just lost their jobs. You know, to go on some form of benefit. Being being Monday, Centrelink website yep. went down. Yep. Yeah, um, apparently they had they had enough to take on fifty one thousand people on the website, and they got ninety eight thousand. Yeah, yeah. That uh, and, um, apparently they got hit with a um, denial of service attack as well, uh, which they then uh, backflipped on a few hours later and said that it's as much know, it was, it was, just it was a, a, a d- it was just them. It was just a website overload. Yeah, yeah. Their their server, their it server. Was, it wasn't an actual cyber attack. The website. Was <laughs> yeah. Because of course it didn't. The government created it. Anyway, this yeah, is a political yeah, podcast. Mostly. Yeah. Anyway, and yeah, moving well, on. Yeah. That, that's back that's to Bondi. Goal. They should have just shut New South Wales and let everyone else get along with their lives. Yeah. Well, someone made a yeah. point. If the government really didn't want people to be there, maybe they should have enforced police yeah. or yeah, not you know military or just something to just tell like people no, you can't come I- here. Yeah, like apparently I saw, I don't know if this is true or not, this could be just uh, fake news, but I did see a video of 
uh, a sign at, at Bondi. At, at, it might have been Bondi Beach. It may have been a different beach, but it said beach closed, you know, do not enter. And you just saw, like, waves of people in at the beach anyway. Like, because no one was enforcing it. They just put signs up. Uh, yeah, or like little, or yeah. like um, barric- like little barricades with signs saying, you know, "Do not enter." Yeah, so it was pretty much on par with China's response to the yeah. to the yeah. to the patient zero. <laughs> don't go anywhere. She'll be she'll be right, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't go anywhere. Oh crap! He went somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All righty. Yeah, that's that's so, my villain. Yeah. So you dickheads. Hope you're listening. Our- yeah, I know, right? It um, goes to my final, well, my my hero, which actually ties heavily into what Brent was talking about with Gil McLaughlin. I'd, I'd put it down as AFL in general, but it was mainly a reference towards the way they handled the last couple of weeks and particularly the last week. Um, so much external noise and you only had to go on the Fox footy or um, AFL Facebook threads and, and just kind of have a look at the commentary on there and every man and his dog thought they were an expert on telling the AFL what they should and shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Um, the AFL went and sought the medical advice from pretty pretty important people, you'd say, and uh, they weren't just making a blasé decision. They went about it and, and did everything they could to get the checks and balances right. So the AFL really went above and beyond. And as as you'd said, Brent, you can't, you can't fault Gil for anything that he's done this week. In fact, um, he made every effort and to do the right thing by the players, the fans, and you listen to the players' voices. They listened to um, how they felt Doctors. about playing and they, they allowed anyone who did feel uneasy that they could um, be more than accommodating and letting them take a pass at round one. Um, yeah. So everything was done with the best intention. There was no force or pressure that you had to join in, but everyone seemed... I think they said 88% of the players were on board with playing. Um yeah, well, I mean it's their it's their income as well, so I'm sure they're more than happy. Yeah, it's like oh, anyone yeah. like they're getting paid to play. They don't get paid if they don't play. <laughs> they don't play, so. Oh, exactly, and you can see all the little things they were doing. They how, how excited they were. There was so much criticism, particularly Robbo, um, when he interviewed Jack Revolt and kind of made a made a comment about the players were just greedy and they were money hungry and stuff. But as as Jack was saying, and as you could see with the players, they were just absolutely stoked to be out there. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and, baby. And you could feel in the words it with of the Rory players. Sloan. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, baby. Two hundredth. Um, yeah. Congrats to Rory. They cheered. They they cheered him off as well. He waved, he waved yeah. to uh, waved to the the Guernseys in the cheer squad. Yeah, that's right. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that everyone's just sort of had a sense of humour about it. Like oh, Tom Papley high fived some invisible fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah so. The whole AFL community. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people, besides the negative Nancys in the comments, um, oh mate, if they all got if if they all got their way, we'd still be like punching each other in the head, and half the players would be have severe brain damage. But yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but 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 the Biff, but nineteen eighty nine grand final, AS, <laughs> yeah. AFL's Biffs bumps and brawls. That's what their favourites are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. <laughs> so it brings me to my villain, um, which in a sense is the virus itself, but I guess I can't target that because it, well, <laughs> what am I meant to say about that? Um, but my other villain. It's the, Th- is- it's the Thanos of, of, of this podcast. 
<laughs> yeah. Of the my, world. My other, my other villain is actually not a not a footballer, but someone who's um, very well known to Australian sport, and that's Andrew Bogut. Um, so basically at the same time that the AFL was going through their decisions, uh, the Wildcats and the Sydney Kings were playing off in a grand final series. It's a best of five series. The Wildcats led 2-1, and the Sydney Kings decided to pull out because they didn't want to travel and play um, and for I guess for a number of reasons. They'd already negotiated prior to this, or when it first went down after game one, what was going to happen. Do they stay in one location and just play the remainder of the games? Um, obviously, the NBL was trying to be accommodating in that. Um, but the comments that Bogut made in his interview, in his press conference, um, after this had all gone down and the, the Wildcats were awarded the championship, so what, 10-time NBL champions now, 38 or 39 consecutive playoff series. Um, Default. Default. <laughs> so, yeah. The two so greatest Bogut's, words in the English language. Bogut's come out and said, um, he's kind of tried to link it to oh, well, we shouldn't have been playing because the Formula One, uh, the the Grand Prix in, in Melbourne shut down and also the NBA shut down as well. Um, there's also been people linking it to the Premier League and, and things like that. But when, when you look at it, I guess, in, in the reality of the situation, the Formula One only shut down because the McLaren and Haas team members tested positive. The NBA only shut down. Also, also a lot of international travel as well. And yeah, yeah half yeah, the NBA yeah. have coronavirus now. So so the NBA was going ahead. They were literally on the court until someone revealed that, okay, we're not playing against a bloke that's tested positive, walked off the court, and they shut the league down. The Premier League, one of the coaches and a number of the players tested positive, and there's no way they could play given that those players are in such tight, confined spaces together, yeah. traveling on buses throughout the country. There just logistically wasn't the ability for them to go ahead, given that and someone a lot of, in the sport had tested positive. And a lot of countries in Europe and Asia just sort of went into immediate lockdown almost. Yeah. So any any sport like soccer with like UEFA, F one, like anything that's got any international travel would just Governing be close body. to impossible. Yeah. yeah, it would just be yeah. close to impossible. Whereas yeah, here we're so isolated that. We're so isolated here, say, we didn't yeah. even have it here for like two weeks. Yeah. and, and when- Exactly, yeah. Like where we don't share any boundaries with any other countries. With Asia and Europe, you share everything with everyone. Yeah. 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 And that, that's the thing, like some of the players... Yeah, it's just the clown. Like, for example, Mikel Arteta, who's the, the coach of Arsenal, he, um, he caught it from someone on the Olympiacos team when they travelled to Greece to play against the Greek team. So we didn't, we didn't have that here. The only reason those sports shut down was because people had tested positive. They were going ahead up until that point. They yeah. were on the court, ready to play, ready to go, and they had to pull the pin last minute. The AFL had no one test positive besides a bloke from Collingwood that had no exposure to any of the club. Self-isolated, um, yeah. So essentially the AFL were just doing what every other sport had done to that point. Only difference is we still haven't had someone test positive. So for all the people to try and compare it to a different sport where it was already an issue, it just doesn't really go like for like. And, oh. and until until that point, I just don't think it's a fair comparison to make, especially, as you said, we're, we're not in the same boat as Europe. That's for sure. Yeah, I, I just think Bogut was having a sook. If they'd given it to the Kings, I don't think he would have said anything. And if they just, le- he didn't say anything when it was suspended. He only said it after 
the title was given to the other team that all of a sudden it was yeah, a problem. That's, that's true. <laughs> yep. It just just came off as a huge soup. Yep. Well, that, yeah, that's my villain. Um, so that's so, our heroes. Um, just a quick question because I'm not entirely up to date. So why were they giving the title to the Sydney Kings even though they were down two one? No, no. So no, they, they gave it to a, the Wildcats. They did. They did give it to the uh, Wildcats. There was an argument that people were making that Sydney had finished the minor premiers, so it should default back to who uh, finished on top okay. of the ladder. Except we already, the Wildcats. Right, Wildcats they're winning the finals, and I think they beat them how many times? Already so, three times in the season, or twice in the season. Yeah, yeah. So that so they'd, they yeah, they'd so beaten them every time almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and so I mean the Wildcats had a ca- the Wildcats had a case for winning for for the title anyway but I guess Bogut chucking a sook. They also just, they also travel you, more. You, so. did, you didn't there was no need for that. <laughs> well and the, and nah. the thing was they'd played 3 games. Um Wildcats had won both of their away games so Sydney won their away game in Perth. So it's not even as if they were saying that okay, the Wildcats only have the Sydney haven't had a chance at home. At home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the next game was in Perth. Yeah. And so we don't know if they Wildcats. would have won or not, yeah. but they'd won away twice. So when you're 2-1 up in the series, one away, no home advantage. There's only one way, surely. It could have gone, and fortunately and if, it did. Yeah. And, I mean, if if you're just going to give titles to the minor premier, then you may as well just do that like they do in the Premier League. Exactly. Don't have finals and just give it to the team that finishes first, if that's how it works. Yeah. Which is why well, the... We better, we better have some more AFL games in, or otherwise Port well, Adelaide win the bloody thing. Which is why <laughs> we go back, which is why we go back to my hero, Gil, when they... Didn't announce a premier for AFLW because they didn't feel it was fair to split the two teams because it was you know two conferences they can't just give it to the minor premier because yep. there's two, yep, and they were both still in contention to to win the whole thing. So yeah, exactly. The only fair call was to, was to just not name yep. one, and I'm sure if it happened in the NBL and they hadn't played yet, they might have given it to the Kings or they might have just called it called it nothing. Yeah. Yep. But when you're sort of already halfway through or you got one game to go and there's a team up, you give it to the team that's up, surely. Oh, yeah, yeah you'd have yeah. to. And I guess on that... You, on you, that feel, then, you feel gutted for those Frio women, though. Yeah, I think they were seven and zip and North was six and one. Frio seven zip. They look like they were looking like they were going to be the very first Premier Gutted for, for Nathan. Frio team in any Nathan's Frio about, in any Nathan was about to win a flag and... Yep. Dash has hoped. Yep. Not not sure. Dashes hoped. Not, not sure I would have necessarily counted it as a flag, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would have changed the fact that I would still say we've never won one. <laughs> it's um yeah. On that note, we'll uh, we'll go to a slight break. But actually, quickly going back to that, I did say last week that I was excited about Port, and as it stands, they could be the premiers. So just throwing it out there. <laughs> I mean, they did. Yeah, right, they did play Gold Coast, so it's an unfair advantage to them. But um, yeah, well, they got the buy. Yes. Is it unfair to, <laughs> to you know finish finish potentially the season first and you haven't even played a game? Pretty good percentage for a buy as well. So, yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad I tipped Gold Coast. Really <laughs> yeah. glad. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll Don't actually get me started great, on tipping. Great segue into that, uh, Ben. So we haven't touched on tipping yet, but um. I guess it's because there was really nothing to talk about coming up and we kind of neglected that. But just quickly, the results from this week, uh, Paul and myself got seven out of nine. Uh, Brent, Ashley, Mike and Mike, yep, sorry, got six and Raj and Justin with five. 
Ben, well, he tipped Gold Coast, so he deserved the four. And Bree joined, <laughs> yeah. Bree joined yeah. on Sunday and got one. Which, which is West Coast. Wow. Got one. So I came last. That's well done. So I, um, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to go. I don't want to share my story about thinking I well, tipped Collingwood, getting really excited about it. Yeah, Brent went early and he got, and he got a really good margin. And then um, on on Friday night, he said two from two, and I was had to remind him that <laughs> Collingwood doesn't wear blue, white, yeah. and red. So for um <laughs> for two weeks, for two weeks, I was like, yeah, Collingwood are going to win a close one. And then tipping came. Must have just I clicked the Bulldogs, and I was like, oh, yeah, Bulldog doggies will win it by three. And then immediately I was like, yeah, Pies are going to win this one. <laughs> <laughs> and then the whole game, like, well, glad I tipped, glad I tipped the pies. Oh. Yeah. oh boy! Always happens just, with the I'm last. Vis- always happens the last minute change of mind. Yeah, always. I'm just visualizing your brain going like magpies, 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 magpies. Flip switch, dog, doggies, doggies, doggies. Another flip switch, magpies, magpies, magpies. magpies. I even like, I even like looked at the the tipping graphic we made, and I was like, yeah, I'll tip the pies. Sweet. <laughs> And then when, when Nathan's like, ah, too bad to tip the doggies. I actually had to go back up and look at the graphic. I was like, you what? <laughs> well, it's funny because it's because of that graphic that actually kept me on the pies because it got to the toss of the coin and I thought, you know what? The dogs might win this. And then I thought, no, <laughs> our graphic says I tip Collingwood. I have to back myself. Yeah. <laughs> and so I stayed on them. <laughs> oh, dear. But um, yeah. So that's tipping. We we will, I guess, bring you more if anything comes of the rest of the season. But as it stands, Paul's in some good form as he was last year, uh, and I guess I'm only behind by tipping the wrong margin. Um, so just quickly, we do have a bit of a discount offer with Pure VPN. Um, so if you go to purevpn.com slash fifth quarter special, you will receive a discount. So whether it's high speed streaming, browsing, security, file sharing, or simply just privacy, you get everything you need with Pure VPN. Pure VPN allows you instant and unrestricted access to all your favorite content through 2000 strategically placed servers to help overcome any restrictions. 24-7 support, ultra-fast speed with the ability to connect up to five devices simultaneously. PureVPN is compatible with Mac, Windows, Android, iPhone, Linux, Chrome, Firefox. I'm running out of breath because there's so many options <laughs> and any other device you can imagine throwing at it. Lucky listeners to the fifth... Commodore 64. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we need to double-check that, mate. Uh, we'll go back and confirm this okay. first. If you, can, if you can manage to hook a Commodore 64 up to the internet... Pure VPN will chuck a VPN on it for you. <laughs> that's, that's our guarantee. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Lucky all of you lovely listeners out there can experience Pure VPN for as little as $2.88 a month with a full 31-day money-back guarantee. So jump onto purevpn.com slash fifth quarter special. Take advantage of, of this exclusive offer. Uh, no other VPN provider offers a perfect combination of premium add-ons and features like PureVPN. Go to that link I just said before and score a VPN for two dollars eighty-eight a month. Um, that's a bargain. That is an ab. I mean, that's basically just what. A snack? We could, yeah, like, yeah. Well, like you said, we could, we could probably bankroll one like North or Gold Coast or something with that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you probably could. Oh wow, yeah. Do that, you bet for the financial crisis? 
Yeah, that's like 30% of the players' fees right there, isn't it? Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, for Gold Coast? <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, now that, now that yeah. Ablett's gone. Yeah. Now so that everyone's bro- gone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it brings us across to one of our other favourite segments, and I know Brent's got something nice and brewing for us on this one, and it is mm. captivating questions. So I guess there's a lot <clears throat> to think about at the moment. Yeah, I've got but... I've got two. Okay. Uh, mm. The first one, yep. will we see... So ignore what you want in your head. Go with the feeling you've got in your gut. Are we going to have another... I often do. Are we going to see footy again this year? No. Yeah, Uh, I I don't think so. I want it, but I don't think so. Highly unlikely. I think as much as I think about it, and even if we get things to settle down and everything starts going the right direction, um, it'll get to a point, though, where we kind of relieve, relieve this lockdown as a country. And if it hasn't been contained and dealt with elsewhere and we open our borders and it comes back in one case goes bang and we're all on the back foot again so i, I well that's what they're worried about with china yeah the well, second wave so yeah, yeah. well they're uh, the afl are planning for june well they're planning to look again in june so ruling out anything until then but i know a lot of yeah. businesses big businesses that are ruling out the next six months yeah and i, so I would dare to if say it's six if months it's there's not enough time to do anything. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just thinking that when when I say no, I mean like if we do see the footy again, we won't see the conclusion of footy this year. Like we won't we won't get any kind of result. I don't think it will reach us entirely. Yeah, no, it'll be restricted. We'll season. Just skip, just skip to next year. Yeah, They're gonna have to because if it's six if it's six months, players have been doing nothing for six months. It's gonna be like watching an AFLW game. And it'll, well, it'll it, bring everyone down to Frio's level, so we'll be good. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. That it just does helps Frio out a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. I was going to say they would have get to, all their, they, they'll they'll be a minimum, their players back by then as well. There would be a minimum at this point of two to two and a half months of not training, even if they were to come back in June. Like the players, like they may do their own personal training, like at home or something yeah, like no that. Maybe training. just to stay fit. Yeah. But no club training, exactly. Yeah. And no, so no, there's no game plan or any, no, no, you know, none of that sort of stuff. No in depth training. And it I would mean, just be may... pure, just keeping your, your fitness levels up, if anything. And the thing um, is, they and, may, they and, that, and I'm not saying all beers. players are going to do that either. They may do online reckon, uh, kind of meetings, but that, that won't translate into putting it into practice as anything. well. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. No. Do you reckon Dusty's going to get so back they on might the beers get to again? F- Ah, <laughs> uh, potentially. Well, I know, if he, if I he know, said he wasn't going to do them all. Gets given the all clear. I know one thing's for sure, and that's that uh, the Giants and the Gold Coast have. We saw footage of them today taking the gym equipment from their club home in their cars. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. West Coast Post today. Uh, they gave everyone like a travel bag home. It was like a couple of cones with some resistance bands. As in, like, this is West Coast. And, what and, are we and talking a, about? Yeah. As in oh, different cones, yeah. yeah sorry, what, <laughs> yeah. what kind of cones there, mate? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, just yeah. just confirmation. Yeah, and some mice jackets. No comment. <laughs> um, anyone got another question? I'm happy for yours. Um, Go well, for I was it, actually ben. going you've got, to, got one. to ask, um, kind of in relation to that. 
hypothetically, say somehow, in some way, the AFL manages to get things going again for for the first of June. Like the like state borders managed to like everything ends up being okay. State borders open up again. You know, no one's contacted it in the AFL world. They can they somehow managed to start playing in June. What yep. does the season look like from a games perspective? Do they manage to fit seventeen games in there? And if not, yep. how many do they end up playing? They'll fit. They'll fit them all. Yep. And they'll probably yep. do. They'll probably do that. Three games in two weeks, yeah, sort of thing, or whatever. Whatever they said, four games in two weeks, and it'll probably be like, say, West Coast go to Melbourne. They'll just stay in Melbourne for three weeks, play three games in Melbourne in a row, and then come back to Perth and play three in a row. Probably something like that. Yep. Um, so uh, easy for easy for Richmond, but they'll use multiple grounds. Like they may even over here, they may have to open up the Wacker or something just to kind of. Give us options because yeah. obviously the the curators will be under a lot of press pressure to keep the grounds yeah in some sort of fresh, workable yeah. condition. Yeah. So I mean, in Melbourne, they've got the luxury of several pretty high class facilities, including the Cattery. So I, I guess they could push more games down there. But um, yeah, yeah, they'll probably just have to go. Oh, you, you, again. you could play. Uh, you got some games over at the Hangar. We got uh, we got some pretty decent facilities over there at Essendon. That's true. Yeah, we could definitely send them there. Yeah, got the uh, Lexus Centre as well for Collingwood games. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just not. I don't have anything else to say about Essendon. So I won't say anything. <laughs> so did you okay, have a big, so a big cap how debater? how do I put up with you, Brent? I've got a I've got a I've got a big cap debater. So what I want to do is I'm just going to name name teams. I want you guys to. We'll try and go through quickly. Just name who you reckon is the best player from each team. Don't have to. You don't have to go into it if you don't want to. Um, just be sort of keen to see the opinion of all three of us, sort of on a semi-snap decision, who we reckon the best player on each team is. Yep. Um, let's go in alphabetical order, so it's easier. So uh, this is Adelaide. like just first cab off the rank, off of your head type of thing. Yeah. Don't try not to think about it too much. You don't have to explain if you don't want to. Adelaide. Sloan. Crouch. And I'm Brad. saying that because then I've got two options. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh, I'd probably go Sloan as well. Uh, Brizzy. Lockie Neal. Oh, yeah, Neal. Uh, let's to go Zorko. Ooh. I think he's one. I think they said he's one of... 13 possible best and fairest is one nine from Brisbane and the club he played for before he got drafted. It's like ridiculous. Um, yeah. Carlton should be an easy one. Yeah, I don't think that's tough. Crips. Yep. Cripper. Yep. I was trying to think of like an obscure Carlton player. I can't even. So. Yeah, I was, I was also trying that when I was when we were leading up. I was going to say, I was going to say like, someone random. Bryce Gibbs. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say Weedering, but I was like, he's actually. He's, He's not that bad. (laughs) No, mate. They're new new recruiting Jack Martin. Yeah, I mean... Uh, Yeah, that's a good one. Collingwood. Grundy. Yeah, Grundy. Yeah, Simon Prestigiacomo. (laughs) (laughs) Not not Chris Tarrant. (laughs) I'll go go with... Um, 
Yeah, it has to be Grundy, doesn't it? Yeah, it has to. Is it Grundy? It's Grundy. It's Grundy. <laughs> uh, the Bombers. Oh, don't make me choose. Now, no, I'm not even interested in answering. I want to hear him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to wait. <laughs> I know, I, I've got my opinion. No, I'm going to wait. Uh, 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 stringer package. So, so pre pre suspension, I would have said it's Hurley. Uh, probably merit now. I, yeah, right. I'm right. I just went with pure game breaking ability. That's all. I like the like he can actually manage to win a game off his own boot when he chooses to do so. Yeah, which is yeah. not good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, fair enough. A fully fit Devin Smith's pretty pretty good. Oh yeah. yeah. See, this is why I didn't want you to make me choose. This is it's a it's like uh, trying to choose who's your favorite child. Don't make me Freo. <laughs> I really want to say I really want to say Walters, but it has to be five, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, dual medalist. It's kind of annoying to not yeah, go past him. If we went purely <laughs> yeah, on kicking ability, not him, but general gameplay. Yeah, Walters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ben, unanimous. Or are you going with like Sam no, yeah, no, Sturt I went, or I, Zach, uh, Zach No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I, <laughs> no, I went. Uh, no, Rory Lobb, man. Rory Lobb for sure. No, uh, five, five. Uh, Geelong. I'm gonna go the Hawk. Hey, and are we going on oh, current man. like best current player? Yeah. Okay. The Hawk. So it's, so it's not Gablet. Um, oh, yeah. Well, he's not the best at the moment, is he? Yeah, yeah. I was just kind of thinking the best player. Yeah, okay. So, currently, I will go with... Oh, I mean, danger's... dangers. You just don't want to say it, do you? Yeah. I'm, I'm saying, I'm <laughs> saying danger. When you saw his left foot goal from outside fifth, I was like, gee whiz, this guy is good. He's still good. He's yeah. still yeah. got it. So I, I just love, go I love him. I love the big tomahawk. Yeah. All right, this is a uh, dicey one. Gold Coast. Next. <laughs> I'm going to say... Swallow? Uh, Jared Harbrow? Yeah. Oh. Swallow. I, I do it's, think... It's not Lockie a great Weller's, crop, is it? Lockie Weller's going to be a good player. <laughs> um, yeah. Not, not a number two draft pick. No. Maybe though, but. No. Um, <laughs> oh, Maybe Matt Rowell in... Maybe Matt Rowell if we ever got to see him play more than one game. Yeah. Or yep. Lacocious. But cause, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Pierce Hanley's It's not a good crop. Oh, what about um Alex Sexton? On his on his day, yeah. he's, a, he's a guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's in yeah, he's yeah, cool. at the moment. Yeah, so don't yeah. take that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Juicy. The Giants. So many the, to choose from. The Giants. Lockie Whitfield. I yeah I am completely torn. I have to split it. Whitfield and everyone's favourite Toby Green. Oh, he's a gun, isn't he? Ooh. <laughs> I'm no, I'm 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 gonna have to side with uh, Nathan go Whitfield. I reckon Toby Green would, could finish like if he played a season, he'd get twenty five and he'd average twenty five and three, and he wouldn't even be all Australian or get a Brownlow vote. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> problem. If he changed Probably. his name to Dustin Martin, he would. Oh yeah, 
It'd have, it'd have mathematically impossible numbers. <laughs> You'd also have to move to Melbourne. Yeah. Uh, Hawthorne. Yeah. Tom Mitchell. Nah, yeah, next. Yeah, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Melbourne. Next. next. <laughs> go on. Go on. Easy. Oh, hey, go so on. Melbourne? Yeah, go on. Yeah. yeah. Go on. North. <sighs> What's sad is it's probably still Ooh. Sean Higgins. Who's yeah, cooked? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, Benny Brown. Or, Cun- or Cunnington. Benny Brown's a pretty valuable. Yeah, Cunnington. Player. Yeah. Uh, Port. Travis Boak? Oh. Still Robbie. Still Robbie Gray for me. Yeah, probably Trav Boak. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go Robbie Gray. Or Westy. <laughs> yeah, R- Richmond, Martin. Yeah, I don't, uh, it's a similar to similar to the Walters Five thing. I want to say Shane Edwards, but you have to say Dusty, don't you? Yeah, it's it's the <laughs> it's the obvious answer. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Saints. No, oh, sorry, Nathan. I just assumed uh, you were agreeing with us. Yeah, I'll just I'll go Dusty. It's pretty hard to <laughs> go against him. <laughs> Alex Rance. The Saints. Saints. Oh, I mean, Brad Hill, Jack Steele. Um, Brad Hill, if he'd played more than one game. <laughs> Zach Jones, if he knew how to kick a goal. Tim Embry. Rowan Tim Marshall. Embry. I do like Jack Steele, though. I reckon he's going to be a gem. Yeah. Billings, Gresham. I was, I, I'm going equal. Gresham. I like, I like, I do, I do think Gresham. Yeah, is probably their most key power. Uh, Sydney. I'm going to steal Nathan's nickname, the Paps Meow. Hey, he's pretty good, isn't um, he? Yeah, Pat, Pat. I reckon he's. I am agreeing with you on Pap. Yeah, he's in the. He's in the top. He's in the top two or three small yeah, forwards I'll, in I'll, the game. Yeah. Just to give it some variety, because I do agree, Papley's a jet. Isaac Heaney. Um, I just. The thing yeah. I love about Isaac, I'm not. Is, I'm just not sold on him. Is I he's like just sort of when the, not gotten any better. When the ball comes near him, he doesn't fu- like he does. It doesn't slip out of his hands in a mark. And that's like that's one thing that just yeah. drives me nuts. Is when people drop just simple marks. Oh, that's why you love Tabiner, eh? Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> next um, West Coast. Oh. Nat Nui. Shui. I'd say Shui. Yeah, Shui. Yeah. Athletic Ruckman. They're all, they're, they're like diamonds in a rough. You have one of them and you're set. They did win without him, though. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but they went even more with him. The doggies. Bont, right? The Bont. Yeah. I've. I'm not kidding. You. I love Jacko McRae. I was but... about to say Jackson McRae or Josh Dunkley. They're making they're they're making some inroads, but I still think reckon, Bont and Pelly is a reckon, big man. I just think Bond can get it twenty times and he'll hurt you eighteen. McRae yep. can get it forty and he'll hurt you maybe <laughs> seven twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, do, I do really like. He, he needs a lot more of the ball to have the same level of impact as Bond does. Yeah. Yeah. Wicked. So we're not unanimous across every team, which is cool. 
Um, there's obviously Gold Coast. It's hard to pick a best player because sort of like picking least least bad. <laughs> <laughs> Ruthless. <laughs> sort of like picking. I think an who's easier the best question one. for the. I was going to say, I think an easier question for the Gold Coast one is who's the worst player. That's I still don't know. Yeah, Looks I like know, who's who's the best who's the best fifth quarter host. Um, you wouldn't be any, confident. Any guests that we've going to have on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the one the one who's here that doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, Steve. <laughs> that that's my uh, that was my captivating question. Just so we do that because we've got no footy to look forward to. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the only other captivating question for me is where to now for our podcast <laughs> what what can our listeners expect over the coming weeks months or however long it's going to take well we um are you actually asking because i got no idea <laughs> well we Probably were going to start hyping before the episode uh, we were <laughs> i mean we were planning on hyping up our um our episode with the human highlight real blame bocast yep um, yes that's all up in the air. I know he's not playing footy at the moment because he can't. Um, so if all goes well, we might still be able to put that on air, yep. <laughs> depending on what he's doing. Um, so we'll keep everyone updated on Facebook if we do get... I just want to call him a human highlight reel because that's pretty much what he was. Yep. <laughs> Round 18 nominee for goal of the year in 2000 and something. Had the car until, 15? until Nick took it from him. Yeah, Nick Nat knew he stole it. Oh, <laughs> he won the wheat bix and the car. Nah, they got wheat bix that year. Cut up about that too. Oh, did they? Yeah, it was a, it was a year supply of wheat bix or something. He was he was filthy because he didn't get the car. <laughs> AFL must have not had much money that year. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> mate, if that if that was the prize that year. You got to think that next year the prize is going to be just a box of wheat bix, or just some so dirty nine, socks. Nine wheat bix, yeah, yeah. Coronavirus free socks. A whole day supply of wheat bix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two ration them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, hopefully we can get still go ahead with that. Should be very very cool to um, get some insight from someone who's very recently been there and done it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Obviously, he's still he's still in the system. Plays for East Frio, um, one of the Frios, and he's still pretty connected with you know guys in the AFL. So he'd have a pretty good idea of what's going on at the moment, what they're all going through. Yeah. Um. So we'll keep everyone updated on Facebook. I guess we can just post footy memes and yeah, cool I think photos that's and stuff and do well. Yeah. Keep well, there's in not touch much with going us on, on the socials. We'll keep some content coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in other sort of podcast news on the Nobleman Podcast Network, uh, we're going to take advantage of, of the current market and sort of bring forward the release of a new podcast called Unwatchable, where we're going to be talking about pretty much talking about the bad films that you love so that, you know, you guys know you've got someone else out there that likes the same shit that you do. Um, so whether it's movies that were critically panned or box office failures or both, uh, we're going to be kicking off the first episode with a movie that only Ben had heard of. I had to look it up. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I had that to take, track it down. Now, just, just, 
that's that's just for everyone out there. Brent is an absolute film, like he's a walking film archive. The dude knows film. He's watched countless, like hundreds upon thousands of films. Just call I me Richie Benno. Film, I throw out a film. I threw out this one film. He had no idea what it was called. I w- I had five simultaneous heart attacks when he told me that. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, we've uh, we're gonna have said unwatchable that you were referring to Frio post twenty fifteen. <laughs> Just Freo. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Sorry, Brent. Go on. Yeah, well, we're going to have uh, a few guests on with that one, um, including a good friend of mine, Corey, who is a well-established filmmaker here in WA. And uh, I told him, yeah, we're kicking things off with The Sunset Limited. And he said, what the hell is The Sunset Limited? <laughs> so, I feel very proud. No, uh, no one's so seen it. No that. one knows. I haven't even watched it yet. So we're going to watch it. I'll find out if I like it. Uh, and then we'll talk about it. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try and release a whole bunch of episodes for people to listen to while they're in ISO, and keep regular content coming that way. Nice. Um, so like you guys can people can listen and then go. Oh, that sounds that sounds terrible. I want to watch it. And then Ben's gonna be bringing you another one about marbles. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> hope so. <laughs> no, that's not a movie. That's not a movie. That's that's so just an ongoing ben, competition, mate. Still going. Is it just still the going ben on. Nor- Mar- the, it's the Ben Norris Marble, Marble, Marble Show. <laughs> no, j- j- I'm giving them free advertising once again. Gels Marble Runs on YouTube. Go check them out. It's amazing. Ben, yeah, Ben's bombshell every Sunday night. Just talks <laughs> about marbles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, alrighty, we could. Well, that brings us to the episode end. Sorry, should I say of episode two, and it's gone and the end of because, three. well, it is gone, and we don't know when we're going to get it back. Yeah, in the uh, the words of my two year old, all gone. No more. All gone. Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> so we hope to be with you again sometime in the near future. As soon as we get an announcement, we will be back up and firing as we usually do. Otherwise, stay tuned to our socials on Facebook. We don't really post on Twitter, so stay tuned to our socials on Facebook and we'll um, we'll try to keep you updated with some sort of entertainment and, and uh, any episodes that we do release in the short term. Yeah, and if you don't have one, do yourself a favour, get yourself a KO subscription and just watch, watch some games from 2019. Enjoy that footy. I think they've... Um just put out some AFL classics as well. Like yeah, I was watching the uh, 92. I was watching the 92 grand final the other day. <laughs> oh, of course you were. Yeah. Pretty good result. Pretty. Why good. wouldn't you be? Young upstart team. I tuned in to watch. Oh yeah, really? I tuned in to watch our premiership. Um. Guy <laughs> threw your TV in the bin, did ya? No, no. Needless, needless to, to say, I didn't go on KO. Um didn't need to. I don't know why anyone needs to watch anything was else the, other than the 2000 was the last derby. I mean, that was just perfection. It's the last derby winner. I mean, it was our last win, to be honest. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> Take any win, mate. <laughs> but in, until next time, guys, uh, it's been good bringing you the first two weeks or two episodes of this season. Yes. Hopefully, we can bring you plenty more. Yep. Thank you. Sure. All right, guys. Enjoy yourselves. Stay healthy. Adios. Enjoy the replays of the good games. Enjoy the replays. <laughs> good outro. <laughs> <laughs>